Oh shit. What about if we get copyrighted for that? <laughs> I just wanted to that's less than 30 seconds they won't take our shit down are you sure we're on like 13 I don't know the let's do it baby I know the law <laughs> I don't know the terms and conditions of the other ones it's fine anyway anyway that hello was... hello How welcome are you? to episode 4 of the cliff welcome back what's going on how's your week been you can't tell me that um <laughs> yeah you just gotta listen you just gotta listen you might answer i i know there might be at least one person that like hears me say that and like i'm good how are you oh fuck like that like that one person at the concert when the band's like how's, how's everybody, everybody doing, doing tonight and you're like, yeah, it's, it's actually been a rough week yeah, it's, been, it's been a lot different isn't it kind of weird that people like when like the guy like the guy up on stage is like how's everybody doing tonight and everybody goes ah like what if you did that in normal conversation like Hey man, how are you? Ah! And he's like, "All right, all right." Oh, okay. Fucking chill out. Because I think if you're in that position, just like the volume is like whether how loud or quiet. Yeah, like if it's quiet, you're like, "Okay, everybody's fucking miserable." Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah. we just watched Turnover play. Oh wow, yeah. we're still digging at him. I oh hate man, them. I know. <laughs> well, so anyway, uh, welcome to episode four. Uh, this week we are talking about conspiracy theories. Um, I know a couple of people requested this. Uh, Jaden Taylor at Jaden Taylor X. Uh, Tia Newman at I can't remember her at. But Jane and Tia, thank you guys for uh, recommending that we talk about some conspiracies. I'm sure that people are always interested in listening to this kind of shit. So I think this will be a fun one. Everyone believes in something different. Like, there's, like, the stupid ones. Like, Martin Luther King was never assassinated, which was... Which is objectively wrong. Which but is, people yeah. to think what they think. The ones about JFK and, like, who was the shooter, how many shooters yeah. were there... Excuse me. Like, there's those pictures where, like, with the JFK shooting, where, like, they're, like you see two bullets and yeah. stuff, but, like, who's to say? <laughs> there's, I mean, there's, there, yeah. there's certain ones that you can argue, certain ones you can't. I don't know. My favorite one, though, is 9-11. Yeah. So, are we just going to go ahead and jump, yeah, and jump in feet first here? Yeah, we'll just jump in. Let's do it. So, jump yeah. off the, we have to jump off. We don't Let's jump just in. jump right off the cliff. Yeah, we yeah. don't, we don't scoot down. Yeah. We don't scoot to the bottom. We take a leap of faith. We whether leap. Whether there's rocks or water. That's right. Um, but yeah, so I believe that 9-11 was an inside job. Uh, this is not negating the lives that were lost of on that course. day, of course, which I feel is very important for me to say, because when I told my uncle this, he got very mad. Yeah. And I was like, no, I was like, obviously the people, like the real lives got affected. They didn't find 2000 people who were like, you guys want to die today? Like, yeah. It was not like that. It was, it was an inside job. Like in your theory, uh, it was an inside job where the government alone was like, we're going to fuck up something right now. Yeah. It wasn't like they were like, let's hire 3,000 people to get murked. Yeah, like, like it, it wasn't like that at all. So, like, all, I mean, I know people who've been affected by 9-11. My nonna, which is grandmother in Italian, um, her neighbor actually worked in the North Tower, I believe it was, and for some reason he just called out that day. My My best friend from childhood, her mom worked at one of the towers as well and like my friend was like sick that morning and yeah. so she had to like turn around and take her back home and so she was late and like missed the it's like and because we're from like the, like we're from new jersey and we have family in new york like we have people in that area yeah. like that like it makes it a little bit like more of a connection for us because like yeah. we we know people we have family members and family friends but then our family especially like our parents and our grandparents know even more people i have like a one of my mom's uncles was a first responder like there are just yeah. a lot of connections to 9-11 so you know i mean it's a horrible tragedy 
Um, but so your your theory though. Um, yeah. So when I was a freshman in college, uh, I took English eleven o two, and he told us that our final project could be whatever we wanted. It could be about a conspiracy theory. It could be about a video game. It could be about whatever. So I was like, yeah. Let me see. Let me see. And so I went into conspiracy theories and I did 9-11 because this was actually when the meme, uh, Jet Fuel Can't Melt Steel Beams, was really big on Twitter. So right. I was like, let me dig into it. Yeah. Why not? Um, so I believe it was, whether it was or wasn't, I mean, it's conspiracy theories are supposed to be debated. But um, so there was this guy, and I don't have the PowerPoint in front of me. I was trying to find it on my laptop. I cannot find it. So some of the names or facts might be a little off. But for the most part, what I remember is Donald Rumsfeld, who was, like, the leader or, like, I like guess CEO leader, whoever. Like, he was in charge of, like, the aircraft, like, people. Forgot the name of them, too. Man, if I had the PowerPoint, it'd be so Donald smooth. Rumsfeld is a former U.S. congressman. Yep. And he was in charge of the... He was the Secretary of Defense mm-hmm. from January 01 to December 06 under George Bush. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, he um, gave up his power to the president. And this was the first time in U.S. history where that has ever happened. Okay. Um, they were running drills... Like, with planes and stuff. Like, they were running military drills on, like, in simulations of, like, cities like that. Okay. But they were trying to play it off like it was for war. But it was, like, modeled after, like, just random, like, U.S. cities. Yeah. But, um, so that was the weird thing. The other weird thing that I remember that I was looking into way back when was they got a lot of phone calls on the planes. Okay. This was... 2001 right when we didn't have iphones the galaxies like we didn't have service they had like the phone that was like on the back of the seat on the plane yeah and you had to like dial on that and like pay extra and shit yeah you had a nokia where like it was a bar phone yeah like which is not a term anyone hears anymore but you had a bar phone right it wasn't like anything they they got i believe 234 is like the number that's sticking out to me they got like 234 phone calls but from phone calls at like uh, from phones at that time uh, time period at that high up when they did studies on it there's only a 0.006 chance of a phone call going through so you're telling me you got 234 of them from that high up in 2001 so what is th- so how does that tie into the theory like how did like if because you can't control like what technology was able to do in 2001 right so like what what's that part of that theory like so the uh, so what continues with that is um there was i want to say it was like university in texas man if i had my powerpoint this would be so much smoother i'm just talking from what i remember there was a there was a researcher that learned that you can clone voices with only five seconds of speech so and there was a, a particular phone call where the guy calls his mom and he goes hey mom uh, I forgot what his name. I'm just gonna reevaluate it. It's like he calls his mom. He goes, "Hey, mom, it's me, Eric." Like you don't have to introduce yourself to your mother. She knows you're Eric. Like, and that was a that was a one of the ones that were questioned. It was like, it was like, "Hey, mom, it's me, Eric." Um, just want to let you know the plan. Like, everyone's like, "That's weird." And in, in the first part, 
um, it could have been the cloning of the voice, like, uh, whoever did it could have just, you know, found a way to clone the voices or did, um, simulation phone calls. Um, there's another one where a flight attendant who was on one of the planes, um, worked as a flight attendant for 18 years. And as they were, the plane was going down, she was like quoted saying, or recorded saying, um, on like one of a distress call, she was like, oh my God, I see waters and buildings. She goes, oh my, and she was like so shocked, but she's flown over that place constantly for 18 years. Like, I don't, like, she was like, she acted like she's never seen Manhattan before. Mm-hmm. And whether that was like, they were going down towards the water buildings would be one thing, but yeah. like, the way that the article was wording it was like, why are you so surprised? Like, you've been flying it for 18 years. Um, and then another thing which jet fuel can't melt still beams which it can't uh, yeah yeah which scientifically just you cannot true. yeah I think I don't know if Bill Nye ever did something like that but Bill Nye's getting very mad at us about global warming and he should be yes but uh that's without the that's besides the fact um I think like still beams like melt at like twelve hundred degrees and like jet fuel can only get like a max of like eight hundred degrees it was something like crazy like that nowhere near enough yeah but yeah. like. From, like, from what I could remember without doing research again on this topic, those were, like, the things that were, like, sticking out to me was that, like, the person who was in charge of, like, the defense and, like, the aircraft people, like, gave up his duties to the president, which for the first time ever, then I'm sure they shut, I think they shut down operations for a little bit, the phone calls were weird, the guy introducing himself to his mom, which is weird that lady acting shocked that she saw Manhattan. It's just a whole bunch of stuff. Well, I, so I will say about the phone call that like, I, I mean, I think that we kind of do that. Like if you call, like if you call like your mom or something, but you're calling from a number that like isn't yours. Right. So like even now, cause you know, like if you were to call, like if you were to call your mom from my phone, like she would hear your voice, but be very confused initially. Right. It would be like, you know, I think, I like, I, I don't know. Like, I think that's one of those yeah. things that people do sometimes. Which is why it's a conspiracy. Right, <laughs> right, right. So, that like, that's the part where I'm like, I don't know. Like, that one, I think, like, people just kind of act like that on the phone. Like, Maybe. especially in 2001 when it's, like... When like, your plane's getting taken over by terrorists. Right, and, uh, and, and, yeah. and like, it's 2001 and, and, like, caller ID is not what it is now. And there's, you know, like, there's little to no information. You're getting a call from... I mean, you can't even really see the number, most likely, like, on whatever phone you're getting this call from. Mm-hmm. Like, you probably can't see the phone number. Um, So, yeah, I don't know about that part, at least. But it's very, I mean, it's definitely interesting. Like, it's... Yeah. And uh, I think it was also in, like, 96 when they had that van go, like, beneath... Do you remember that? When they had the van, like, full of bombs, like, go beneath yeah. the towers and, like, try to explode? Yeah, and it, like, did Like, work. it was targeted for, like, a couple times. Mm-hmm. And, um... It was it was weird, and then you like I saw a bunch of like pictures and stuff saying like they had bombs like planted on the beams anyway, and there was like a picture of like when the plane hit. Um, I never could find out if it was photoshopped or not because I didn't do enough like digging on yeah, this particular picture. Eleven oh two. Yeah, but it was like when uh the plane hit like like ten stories down, there was an explosion that came out like out of a window, and like the caption of the picture was like, "Oops, someone hit the trigger too early." Like, right. So like. Um, but like I said, uh, I mean, we were there when it happened. We weren't there. We were, we were 45 minutes away. We were close enough. That was my first day of school ever. Yeah. That was like pre preschool. Yeah. My mom took me out of school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think everyone's moms. Took well, me out of we had like a half day. 
Yeah. Because uh, it was like pre preschool, so like we ne- we didn't have a full day. Our full yeah. day ended at like noon. Mm. Um. So I like I think I'm. I mean, it's hard to remember. I was like three years old, but I think that I got picked up like at regular time. But usually it was my babysitter that picked me up, and that day it was my mom. Yeah. Uh, and what I and I do know that my dad was supposed to fly back home from Cleveland that day, and obviously he did not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he had to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's I'm, weird to it's, think. It's really weird to think that like the worst day, debatably in American history, uh, like was was a like an inside job was set up was this was that, um. But, I mean, and it, it's crazy, but it's a possibility. Like, yeah. I mean, that's all conspiracies are, possibilities. Yeah, exactly. But like we said, we're not, like, negating the fact that people died that day. Real people died. And we, Whether the government did it or Al-Qaeda did it or anybody else yeah. fucking did it, it's incredibly fucked up. And, like, it's yeah. the worst day to think about. Like every, every year, September 11th is such a weird, like, it's such a weird day. It has, like, even for people, like, there's people now who are, like, learning about 9-11 as a history lesson. That weren't alive. Like... Kylie was born to like my little sister was born twenty like two thousand six like Tyler was born in two thousand four like, like they were weird. not even alive, so it's crazy like, but like for the people who are our age who don't even like really remember it, but like, we were up there enough so we were around family who were affected by it. It has such a weird eerie like feeling throughout the day. Yeah, like I mean you know we we grew up in a pu- we went to public school in Georgia so and they honor, stuff and they like had the moment of silence and all that but like. I mean, it just doesn't land as emotionally as it does when you go home to your mom and your dad who, like, knew people that were in those buildings or were supposed to be or were firefighters and... Or when you go back home to Jersey and New York and you just, like, see how everybody is. Yeah, and, like, I mean, it's, like, people just... I mean, and I, I mean, for obvious reasons, but, like, people that, like, were more affected by it that, like, are from that area, just, like, it's just so personal, you can't talk about it yeah like unless you're specifically like it's on like nine like nine eleven, or it's mm-hmm. on like somebody who you lost on 9-11's birthday or something like that but like you know like nine eleven jokes are like commonplace now yeah and like like for a lot of people especially in this area like it's just like whatever to people like they're mm-hmm. really numb to it but like you know like you don't see that with people that are from like closer to like yeah, new york you city say a 9-11 joke in new york city I don't know really what would happen to you. Yeah. I don't think anything positive would come from that. It's just very interesting, and it's very interesting to see, like, how it affected people. Yeah. uh, And how it still does, and how it affects, like, the way things are. 18 years, it's crazy. So. But, I mean, there's, like, more to that theory, like, when the, that plane that hit the Pentagon. Yeah. Like, pictures, like, directly after it, like, there's no plane in the hole. Like, pictures from what I found and stuff. Yeah. There was no plane in the hole. Or, like, uh, there's also a theory, which I, I think I'm saying this right, one of the planes that landed in, like, the field in Pennsylvania. Yeah, United 93. Yeah, they they couldn't find the plane. Really? Yeah, like, so certain stuff like that, that granted, whether those photos were taken two months after the plane hit or whatever, yeah, like, but, but it's just, it's, like, weird to think about because, like, you think about all the other things that the government does, like Area 51, who, mm-hmm. like... Uh, there there was that guy who like escaped working at Area Fifty One, and he like called that talk show or like the radio show, and the guy was like, "Well, let me keep you on." He goes, "I want to try to get like some information," and the guy was like running while he was on the phone talking about Area Fifty One, and he's like, "They're doing this and that," and like he was like trying to give like very vague details, and then all of a sudden like his phone like he like screams and like his phone cuts out, and like no one ever heard from him again. Like 
like you hear like all this weird shit that the government does and you're yeah. like I don't put it past them because like the cure for cancer or like the cure for AIDS yeah or, like like why cure something that you make billions of dollars off of every year I just think they're keeping a lot of things from us in general but I mean 9-11 is really an interesting one because um oh and by the way I only know that United 93 is the plane that crashed in the field because there's a movie like a fictional movie about the events of that um uh, and i like it's like one of the first movies that i cried to i think mm-hmm. um or that i can remember crying yeah. to anyway um yeah because it was they made it very much about like the people on the plane that of like course. stopped the terrorists I, as it should and, be yeah it yeah. should be about the victims and not the yeah it was them. very rough um to watch especially watching it with my parents and they were you know feeling that personal connection yeah. and all that so it was it's a lot but um yeah there i i mean it's like nine eleven, you think about like it was two thousand one, right? So the internet was brand spanking fucking new. We didn't have what we have now in terms of social media. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even think MySpace was a thing yet, or maybe it was just I'll happening. Figure, I'll figure it out. You know, but like no Facebook, no Twitter, no YouTube. Like Google wasn't this all encompassing thing. August first, two thousand uh two thousand three was MySpace. So MySpace so, was there. We go. Yeah. So no MySpace, no Facebook, no Twitter, no Instagram, no YouTube. Like none of that shit. None of these like social media platforms to get this shit around the world and nothing to like so easily debunk things. So like you said, like with pictures, like they could have been taken well after the fact. But if you just say like, look at this, this was taken just moments after. Yeah. Like nobody can really prove that anymore. Like there's no way to be like there's no way to fact check that so easily, like there is now. So I just think that that's really interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's sad nonetheless. Obviously. Oh yeah yeah um, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the cure for cancer, like why would you cure, like if speaking from like a government businessman standpoint, why would you cure something that you get make billions of dollars on every year? Right. Like, like why wouldn't you just milk it? Because then if someone has cancer and you treat it right away, then that's, you're never getting any of their money. But if you send them the chemo or you send them to like specialists or doc, like you just keep spending and you get the money. Like, why would you, why would you want to cure and you're t- in 2019, we don't have a cure for cancer, like, which obviously I'm a social worker. I'm going to school for social work and you're going to school for theater. We are not medical nerds. Not so even a little bit. I don't even know what a tibia is. Tibia is your chin. Good for you. Or is your fibula your chin? See? I don't fucking know. There's a tibia and a fibula. They're both in your leg. And there's a tibula and a fibula. I don't know. Wait. I don't know. Tibula. Shit. We shouldn't know. do this. We should. We're not medical nerds. So like the, which is my point. Uh, so obviously yeah. curing cancer is way more difficult than but like it's not like an average doctor is doing it. They have teams and teams and teams yeah. of cancer who people who dedicate their entire lives to this and to they can't research. figure out one little thing. Like sharks, they don't get sick. Sharks don't get cancer. Sharks don't get like they are completely a hundred percent immune to everything. Well, and it makes you think about, like, all the money that, like, people donate to, like, cancer research as yeah. well. Yeah, where's like, it go? Well, and that's, I think that's another thing about it is, like, uh, I mean, first of all, some of the foundations that take money for cancer research, most of it goes into their owner's pockets, and it's, like, a big scam. Yeah. So that's one thing about that. So do your research before you donate to, to charities like that, uh, in general, really. Um, but, like, you know, we've people have been pouring money into, like, uh, Relay for Life and... and um uh fuck like 
the I Heart Boobies bracelets and um, Susan G. Komen and like all those other like you found it. And that's really just talking about breast cancer. And there's a million other like foundations. Um, and like they donate, they donate all this money to cancer research and can and you know, all that stuff. And we still haven't figured it out. Like it just doesn't seem something's off about that. Yeah, because it's been decades mm-hmm. of research and with the technology. I don't know. And, like, then you have people, like, with HIV and AIDS living, like, 30, 40, 50 years with it. Magic fucking Johnson. Magic Johnson, like... Has been just comfortably living with AIDS for decades. Since 91. And, like... Almost 30 years. And, like, it was, like, he had to retire from basketball. And this is not a sports conversation, just by the way. But he had to retire from basketball... Because he had AIDS mm-hmm. and was like, I have to, you know, and, and then like all of a sudden a few years later, he was like, by the way, my AIDS is just kind of like leaving me alone. Like he's like, I'm managing it, you know, yeah. like, and, and I'm going to be fine. And that's not how AIDS is like supposed to work. No, by the, the way, article you know. I was reading, it was saying he was taking, as they said, hideously expensive meds. So meaning I'm assuming if you get AIDS as a rich person, you're fine. You're fine. Unless you're Freddie Mercury, which rest in peace. I don't understand, but but I, I mean, that was I, also what when he died. He died like before November twenty fourth, nineteen ninety six. Is that what it is? I don't know. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. I know he died November twenty fourth. Can't remember the year. I don't know, but I mean, I there's also probably I think that there's something there about like they didn't want Freddie Mercury to succeed because he was a gay man. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But Magic's a black man, so, like, where's right, that? Right, right. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, yeah. It, it's, I mean, like like we said, whether it's true or not, it's worth thinking about. It's worth it's thinking interest. about. Yeah. I don't believe the whole, like, chemtrails thing that people talk about where, like, planes are, like, shooting off, like, those, you know, like, you see, like, the thick yeah. clouds, and that's allegedly, like, what's giving us cancer and, like, polluting us. Yeah. I, don't I don't subscribe to that. Yeah. I, I just think that we've become such a technological world that, like, there are just more, like, there's more radiation in the shit that we do, and, like, yeah. we've also just polluted the shit out of this planet. So, like, I think that we're just in, a, like, a dirtier environment. Yeah, I don't think they're poisoning us. No, I think that we're poisoning ourselves, and, like... Easy, easy, yeah. You know, so I just, I don't subscribe to the chemtrails thing, but, like, it they do... They've got to be hiding things from us. I, I know that we talked about it. I was going to bring this up. So, like, the fact that, like, I definitely believe that we are not alone in the universe. Like, there are definitely other life forms out there. And I think that there are like other life forms here on Earth. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I even think that there are probably some that are walking among us. Like, I don't think it's just, like, people, like, you know, like, aliens that are, like, being held at, like, District 9 or Area 51, like, and, and being dissected and, and having research yeah. done on them and shit like that. I don't think it's just that. I think that there are, this is where I'm gonna put on the fucking, like, aluminum foil hat for just a second. This is the only one that I think I really have that's like that, but, like, I think that there are probably, like, shape-shifting life forms out there that are walking among us, and, yeah. like, I, and I think, that, I mean, I think I've probably met at least one of them, because, like, there are just people who, like, and it, 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 there are people that, like, can't socialize, and it goes beyond, like, so any sort of, like, social anxiety or introversion. There's, like, this level of, like, not understanding what it means to be a human being. Yeah. Almost like this, like, other life form studied us, but, like, hasn't quite gotten it down yet. They're, like, in training until, like, becoming human. Yeah, they're, like, trying to figure out how to assimilate and just don't quite have it. And so it's just, and it's just off. Um... So, like, I, I definitely think that there are other 
life forms among us. Um, and if you're one of those people that thinks that like the only that like humans and like everybody that's on Earth is like the only living shit out there, and there's not like not even on other planets or in other universes or galaxies, like you're you're wild for that. You're more of a conspiracy theorist than I am. Then, um, and you know, I'll I, that's, I just think that's wild. But yeah, I mean. Like we uh, we talked about it when we started first started talking about making conspiracy theory uh, uh, an episode, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know how bold this even is to say anymore, but like we're definitely not alone here. And you were like, yeah, I feel like that's like the more accepted thing to believe at this point. I th- yeah, I think. I mean, you gotta think the Earth is four point six billion years old. Billion. There's no way that we're like the most advanced people. No. There's there's no way that we're the most advanced form of life to ever live in that 4.6 billion years um joe rogan talks about something in his i think one of his specials Mm -hmm. where he was like he was like we are probably like the fifth sixth seventh eight 80th whatever like group of people to ever live he goes he he was like we there's no way to build the pyramids in egypt with the technology that they did not have back then. Yeah. He goes, so there had to be an advanced life form to come there, build the pyramids, or build Phoenix, Arizona, or build New York City. He goes, like, there's no way, like... Stonehenge. Yeah. Like, still makes no sense. Yeah. So, yeah. like, there had to be... And then maybe, like, they died off. And then, like, the world went to shit, and then we all grew up back. Like, there's got... There's got... There, we're 4.6 billion years into this. And there's it's just no that way. humans happen to have just gotten to the point that they're at to where we can now be, like, making some more, like, discoveries and making more advancements. But, like, I still think we have a lot of catching up to do. Oh, yeah. A lot of catching up to do. Um, but, um, like, speaking of aliens, I'm trying to find the photo because it has the caption and the story behind it, and I don't want to get it wrong. But there are... Those aliens that were dressed in black. Yeah. Um, who walked into a man's place of work and asked if he was working today. And the lady at the desk said no. And But when she described them, they had no eyebrows. Their eyes were really, like, their eyes were larger than a normal human's. They were in large trench coats and a hat. And, like, the way that they just carry themselves were not, like, human-like. It was weird. Interesting. And... They were like, is he here? And then she was like, no. And then they, they walked out. And there's, like, pictures. I'm trying to find them on Google. Of, like, that particular instance. But not with the story. But, um, like, right here. Like. Okay. Yeah. So. So, really looking like a traditional businessman. But, like, in a hat. And, like, really going out no of the way. no eyebrows. Like, no body hide hair. Hide their faces. Like, weird. Like, so. I don't put it past us that there's aliens here. And if they are, if there are, then there are. But, like, listen, there's never been a mass shooting done by an alien. That we know of. Yeah, so, like, um, like in 1954 when Eisenhower met, or 1953 when Eisenhower met with the Greys. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, there's a whole theory about how the present, present Eisenhower met with aliens in, like, exchange that we keep them a secret, but they don't destroy us but they like part of their deal is that they can abduct humans and like do research on us but there cannot be any scars left or memory of us being abducted and um like certain stuff like that and then like you jojo worked um my brother he worked with a guy who was convinced that he was abducted 
and he would like just recall the story and just tell them all the time and there's real people out there who like were really, like, I was really abducted. yeah and there's videos where I um there's a video where this guy is walking outside it's like a security camera and he's walking past a fence and then there's a bright light and then he appears on the ground like five feet later like five feet away from where he was like three minutes later and then he gets up and starts running like like there's videos like whether they're photoshopped or not there's still videos out there that make you think and that's what i always wonder is like are these actually and that and it's the same thing with the 9-11 stuff and it's the same thing with really any of these is it like is it just somebody that's really clever and like really good at trolling people yeah. and really good at video editing and photo editing and all that shit that's like making people believe this because they want to fuck with people or is there something to it? And, like, it's worth thinking about either way. But, like, that, I think, for a long time, and maybe even sometimes still now, like, when I hear some of the things that come up in these conspiracy theories, is the first place that my brain goes. Is like, don't you think that's probably just somebody being an asshole and, yeah. like, trying to mess with you? Especially with this technology and, like, how we can Photoshop as well as we can now. Like, yeah. it's totally possible. Well, and, like, you know, like, they have the uh, the face thing now fuck i don't know what it's called but there's it's been talked about a lot in recent like months and everything where people are able to really really do a good job of editing people's faces mm -hmm. onto other people's bodies and make it look seamless and it's causing a lot of trouble because a lot of people are having like fake sex tapes made where like it's a regular porn video but it's but they replace it with like a celebrity's face or like someone that they don't like's face mm -hmm. and then it gets sent out like that and it looks really real and like I've seen some of them. I'm going to be like honest about the fact that I'm an adult that has like seen porn before. And like, there are some that like, I just see like the, like the thumbnails of it or whatever. And I'm like, damn, that's pretty fucking real looking. Yeah. Like it's obviously fake, but, but like, it's real, like it's believable. Yeah. No, they're getting really good at it, but it's just like the whole life on Mars conspiracy too. Mm -hmm. Again, we're 4.6 billion years old. There's no way that we're the only one who's had life on our, Venus, maybe not. Venus is full of lava. Mercury, maybe. I totally could see Mars, like, being, like, like having life forms on it. And, like, I know we had the Mars rover out there for, like, a long time. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, But, like, th like again, like, we might not be the most advanced life forms. What if those people, like, what if there was a life form on Mars that just didn't want to fucking be seen? Like. Yeah. They see, uh like, the scientists, when they were scanning, they saw photos and stuff. They saw what they described as, like. You know, like, what a river delta looks like? When yeah. It goes all, like, they saw, like... I got water. an oceanography. Yeah. Yeah, you, I know you did. They saw, like, water tracks, like, across, like... Right. Like, I, I just don't... And then, like, there's all those science videos of, like, here is the Earth, and then you zoom out, there's Mars and Venus, and then you zoom out again, it's, like, Jupiter, the asteroid belt, everywhere, and then you zoom out again, and then there's, like, all eight planets and Pluto and then you zoom out again there's our galaxy and then you zoom out again there's another galaxy like like I, there's no way that we're the only life forms no. and my my question is like it, if we're not the only life forms and as advanced as we are are there more advanced ones out there and are they trying to find us too or like what's going on yeah. because like do they have, like, radical Christianity where, like, they, like, blow up buildings and stuff? Or, like, like what, like, what is going on over there? Yeah, well, and it's it ties back into, like, the fact that, like, they're here with us, right? Yeah. Like, if they've 
like if there are people if there are life forms that are more advanced than us and they've made it to us and are like assimilating as human beings and and all that stuff like you know what can they do like are we ever going to know right like could, like in our lifetimes are we going to have like something happen where an alien exposes itself for real for real like like indisputable like this is an extraterrestrial being and like they have like outed themselves and like yeah. like and will that start a fucking war um, yeah, because the government is going to jump on that shit. Like, the government no would, um, like, would wrap that, would, like, snatch that shit up and probably try to, like, dissect it. And then, like, if the alien race gets, like, a hold of that, like, do they come and fucking declare war on Earth? Because if they do, we're fucked. Yeah, because, like, little Dickie said, like, does Earth go hard? Or is it just another conquest? Like, would they just come in here blasting at us and laughing at us? Making everybody disintegrate and assimilate? But, um, no, like, and also another thing is... Like, are aliens coming here because we are better than where they're from? Because if we are the most advanced life form, and we can't even do a fraction of what we can, like, we have the ability, like, we, we're not even doing a fraction of what the potential is, that's weird. Well, and so, I mean, with, like, are we more, are we the most advanced? If we're the most advanced, I don't think that they could be here. Like... I think that if we're the most advanced life forms, we will get to them before they get to us. So, like, I think that there's, I think that there's a life form that is ahead of the game on us. Because I feel like there has to be. There has to be. But, like, what, knowing the life that we have, where you go, where white people go, historically, yeah. to different lands, and be like, huh, this is ours. It's ours now. Yeah. Like, what happens if we make that spaceship, or make whatever we need to do... And we land on a different planet with life. And the white superiority complex or whatever it is, the white savior complex, that thing. Yeah. Like, we jumps down and goes, well, you're ours now. Like... I can see it happening. Like, how's that... Like, how's that work? Because then, like, what? One planet's gonna be like, oh, Earth is added again because they destroyed their own planet. Because, you know, in 12 years everything we're doing or our planet from global warming is not gonna is gonna kill us yeah. it's gonna kill us and by 2048 we won't even be able to save it but like like what happens then like do we land on a different planet and go like or or do we land there try to be how we are now and then get taken and then be like well i don't know because there's there's no money that you can pay me to not believe that we're the only ones out there. No, not a chance. We have a hundred billion galaxies. Star Wars says in a universe far, far away. Like, how do we not know there's, like, not Star Trek or Star Wars out there, like, fighting fucking people? Right. Like, it's crazy. And, like, all of a sudden, like, Trump and Pence and all of them are like, uh, who was the last guy I said it? Ted Cruz? Someone saying that, like, we need a space force to stop us from fighting like space bad guys space bad guys or something like that like they said that oh. they, that we need need a space force why yeah like, like what do you know like what do you you are the closest thing to like the center of conspiracies and why are all of a sudden do you want us in the in space or we're going to shoot asteroids like why are we getting prepared for space like why are we like did you guys go to like the vatican where like or the Vatican also has books that no one can read, but, like, the White House has, like, a whole library full of, like, restricted shit that no one knows what it's... Like, what, did someone go down there and, like, read a page by, like, oh, by 2032, we're getting invaded. Like, why, like... Yeah, like, what do you, I don't know. Something's gotta happen. It's... It's gonna be... 
it's going to be weird because we're young. Technology is still going to be developing. I don't put it past that by the time I'm like 60 or before I die, I'm going to see something fucking crazy. I think so too. Yeah. I'm going to see something fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. But, and I hope I do, man. I hope I do. I, I want a cool story. I've always supported aliens. I hope they dropped, like, I hope they come to my house, like, ready to fucking kill me. And I go, no way. <laughs> Nuh-uh. I go, episode four, <laughs> the Cliff Podcast. They go, we listened to it. Why do you think we're here? I'll be like, you listened? <laughs> I'll be like, you listened to the fucking, like, oh my god. Yeah, like. They sponsor us. We're sp- <laughs> Episode 842 is sponsored by the alien race. Yeah, you know. But, like, it's, it's sponsored by our good friend, Gleeb. <laughs> Gleeb. Or, uh, Slorp. Or what? Sl- oh, Blorp. Blorp. Who's to say that Blorp from Episodes in Sexuality 2017 isn't really a, a, a sex-based government alien? But, like, besides aliens, which aliens is the big one, because aliens is one that I think everyone should, or not should, everyone could support. Everyone has an opinion on it. Yeah, but everyone can support it at one But, like, unless, I guess, unless you're, like, from, uh, like, a Republican governor from, like, Alabama, you don't support, like, extraterrestrials. Well, it's like there's the, uh, it's like in, it's like in Pillow Talking again, where it's like, that's no coincidence, I call that shit God. Like, yeah. people who just, like, believe that, like, God created everything, and yeah. it's like, just right here, we're gonna put shit, and it's gonna be you, and you, and, and all you, of you. And you. And, yeah. like, that's, that's where that, I guess, is. But, eh. But, I mean, so those are government ones, but, so, like, more, like, I guess not as serious ones, um, so... Uh, I definitely believe that um, draft lotteries are rigged, which is a sports thing, but yeah. bear with me. Um, so the NBA uh, and the NHL have draft lotteries where mm-hmm. um, the top three in the NHL and I believe the top four in the NBA picks in the draft every year are determined by like random like lottery ball style picks where like the numbers fall and like whatever combination is given, like that team gets the first pick and then the second and then the third and then the rest goes in order of record. Um and this started with the NBA in the 90s um, and where people were believing that the lottery was rigged uh, because they used to do where they would put uh, envelopes with each team's logo on it into like this big spinning mm-hmm. thing and they would spin it around and then the, uh, the commissioner would pull one out. And there was like this theory that uh, it was like the first ever lottery, uh, the Knicks won it. Um, and I believe it was for um, Patrick Ewing. Okay. I think so. And... Um, the there was a theory that the envelope was frozen and then there was a theory that the envelope so he could like feel the difference in temperature uh, and then there was a theory that um there was like a corner that was folded on just that envelope so that way he could like easily spot that that was the one um and then so there's that and then th- and that ties into just the fact that like the Knicks got the overall first pick which is a team in New York and uh they tried to give these these uh these lottery wins these number one picks to like these big market teams so if you look at a lot of the winners of these draft lotteries in a lot of instances um it's teams in big markets uh or markets that are at least big for their sports specifically so like the edmonton oilers and the nhl uh edmonton's a huge huge hockey town like you know wayne gretzky the greatest hockey player of all time made his career there and so um they've won a good uh, like I think maybe three of the of the draft lotteries in the last couple of years, um, the Rangers got a second pick this year. The Devils won it, um, and they're a big hockey New town. New York and New Jersey. New York, New Jersey. Um, in the NBA, um, it's it, it uh, there was when LeBron James was coming into the league, 
he was, you know, everybody was like, oh, who's going to get LeBron? And it just so happened that that was the year that Cleveland uh, got the number one pick, and LeBron is from the Cleveland area. Yeah. And so they got to get their hometown kid and have him be, like, the greatest of his generation and everything. So uh, there's a lot about that, obviously. Um, yeah, and, and there was a couple of years where um, the draft was or the, the draft lottery was done in, like, a separate room, like, not any cameras around. They, like, wouldn't televise it. They wouldn't show it. They would just, like, come out with the results and, like, what are you hiding, right? Uh, and the uh, they now do, like, specials where they actually show that stuff. So that's, you know, but, like, can you rig, like, like, can, like they do with the lottery balls. Can you weight them a certain way so that way they come out in a certain order to, like, get, you know, or can you, yeah, like, what can you do to, like, make that happen? So it's it's just, it's interesting. And um, they try to show a little bit more information on where they get the numbers from and how all of it works. So that way people can't constantly be like, this is rigged, but, like, that never really... I mean, people always end up thinking that it's rigged anyway. So, I mean, I don't really know what to feel about it. I don't care either. Because, I mean, I know they're all about making money. Like, and if they think that that'll be the most marketable thing for a given team or for the league as a whole, whatever. I mean, like, does this year with New Orleans winning the NBA draft lottery and getting Zion, does that make sense? Maybe. Maybe. If they keep AD. Maybe. But he still demanded trade. So, I don't know. Anyway. But, uh, so there's that one. And then, so this is one that I don't really have shit for. I just am like, something's up. Because we talked about them a few weeks ago. Rise Records is making me feel weird. Like, I just, you know, every once in a while there there ends up being a big scandal with a record label where they turn out to be really shitty because they're a corporate thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, of course, right? Like, with, with the Data Remember breaking off of Victory Records and doing their own thing. And, like... Common Courtesy was a, a big fuck you album to Victory Records and like they like had an audio clip of them sending the email where they basically told Victory Records and their like got their manager there to go fuck themselves and like they were quitting the label and everything like you know so Victory kind of had like a big downfall and they've kind of recovered but like they, they're tainted in a big way and I think that Rise Records is going to be next they have a lot of bands on Rise um, issues is on there and, and, uh, knuckle puck is, uh, is on there. I think sleeping Sirens is still with them. I don't think they ever left them. Like, you know, there's a lot of big name bands like that in the scene that are, are with rise records. And, uh, I mean, rise hopeless and fearless are like the big three. And then like mm-hmm. pure noise is right behind with like the more like pop punk and hardcore side of things. But like rise, rise just feels off to me. And we were talking about it, like issues, new song tapping out just is like a generic rise record song like we're gonna scream the verse we're gonna sing the chorus tyler carter's gonna do this this and this and then there's gonna be a dun 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 and then it's gonna slow down into like tyler carter really belting and hitting like really pretty notes and then there's gonna be one more scream and then a chorus and the song's over and to me like i didn't understand why they put out a song that sounds so much like what they already were making before Mm -hmm. Um, and like, it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Why did you take Michael who to me was the best part of your band out of the band? And for me, I mean, and, and, uh, I was talking to my friend Karina about this and apparently, uh, and I never, like, I stopped paying attention to issues, so I didn't know this, but they apparently finally came out with a statement, like just recently after like what, over a year since they took Michael out of the band. And they were saying that like when they were in the writing process for new stuff, Michael just wasn't putting in work and they tried to tell him to work harder and he like didn't. So that's the story they're giving, mm-hmm. but they waited a year to tell that story, which to me is like, 
I don't believe you. I just don't. Yeah, because then you see Michael make his new band and how involved and, like, just, you know, just how involved and out he was about it. And you see how involved he was in the first couple of records with Issues and, like, I mean, and with What Was Me, even, if you want to go that far back. And, like, I just don't believe that. And I think that there was partially a thing about Tyler Carter having too big of a fucking ego and not being able to put that aside because people liked Michael better. And, like, Tyler is a great vocalist. He's got an incredible voice. But, like, people liked Michael's vocals better. A lot, like, a lot of people did, yeah. at least. And and I think that he couldn't handle that, and he couldn't handle the fact that people liked Michael's personality better, which was really the big thing, was that people loved Michael for who he was with his Twitter presence and with his presence at, like, Q&As and, like, at VIP meet and greets and shit like that. Like, I remember when I had VIP to meet issues, um, like, a lot of people, like, made it a point to go up to Michael first. And, like... That's just, I think that's just something that Tyler doesn't like, and I can't say that I was looking at him for that reaction or anything, yeah. so I don't know. But, like, just knowing who he is, like, I, I could imagine that not sitting well with him and him being like, fuck it, we know that AJ can do screams, so let's, you know, whatever. Like, let's kick this guy to the fucking curb. And then I, and then I think there's also meddling with Rise, where they were like, you know, something came up with that. I mean, because they, ha- they also had Scout in their band doing the DJing shit, and then... He left and he was like, oh, I'm going to do my own music and like my solo work. It's like, well, couldn't you have stayed in the band and done both? Like, because yeah. then issues didn't really stray from like having like they strayed a little bit from having the electronic aspects, but like not entirely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just it's weird. It's really weird. So I just think that there's going to be eventually and it's not going to be with issues because they clearly are like ready to stick to Rise Records. But like there's going to be a band on Rise and it's going to have to be a big big name band like a sleeping with sirens or something of that level but like somebody is going to finally come out and and drop a a day to remember level like fuck you rise records this is what you've done and here's an album about it Mm -hmm. and you're fucked and then that will be where all of kind of like that all of that kind of becomes revealed so i don't know (laughs) <laughs> all right yeah yeah like there uh, again like i have no like evidence where people have said this is like a thing i've just kind of like kind of like been you know watching the way the scene has been going and like i mean at least uh, on the bright side there are kind of other bands like there are bands like knuckle puck that are way different from issues and like they're still doing things differently and they're you know they're not as they're not generic like that but then yeah i don't know it's a lot yeah rise Rise always has the tendency to mellow bands out. Yeah, yeah, because cause Sleeping With Sirens went in that direction. You could even really say that Knuckle Puck um, kind of went in that direction. Their album is a little bit more chill with uh, with Shapeshifter than Copacetic was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still good, but I, like... Yeah, Rise is like, you guys can write whatever you want for the first two albums, build a fan base, and then when you get it, we're going to kill you. Here's Here, I, I have a list of like every artist that they have on their uh, label... Um, and so just some notable ones, right? Um, Bless the Fall, uh, Crown is on there and they've totally changed a couple of different times. Um, Devil Wars Prada. That's what, uh, I mean, when they, when Dave left Crown the Empire, Mm -hmm. um, Crown the Empire said the same statement that Issues said, they say that Dave was not putting in work or he wasn't showing up or he wasn't doing this or that. Dave's statement said... Rise would write the song and then give it to us and we had to perform it. He goes, we, there was no creative process in it. He goes, Rise 
would give us the lyrics and we would have to sing it. He goes, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So that's another band. They got rid of their screamer with the same excuse that Issues did. And but like with Dave actually saying something about it and being like, no, this is Rise Records yeah. interfering. So that's that's an interesting little fold in that, right? Um, other bands, Knuckle Puck again, Issues, um, Kublai Khan. <laughs> Kublai Khan. Uh, yeah, um, Mayday Parade, which... I mean, I still think that they're good, but, like, they, they've they really stuck to a formula. They really have. Yeah. Um, uh, of Mice and Men, which Austin, his health, you can't control yeah. that. But, like, they replaced um, one uh, clean vocalist with another and all that stuff that happened. They, yeah. Um, uh, Paris is on there. Pivris. Um, Pivris. Pivris. Uh, and then Tyler Carter as a solo artist as well. Uh, and then there's a bunch of others. Those are just kind of some of the bigger ones. Um, yeah, I, I think that, I think that the, the house is going to fall down on them eventually because you got people like Michael and Dave who like are incredibly talented and kind of got fucked. And what crown is doing now is, is great. Like 2020, what I am like, those are great singles. I think that album when they finally like decide to drop it is going to be really great. But, uh, rise clearly interfered with Dave being a part of that band for whatever reason, for whatever reason, they did not want him in that band. And for whatever reason, I don't think they wanted Michael in it either. And I don't think Tyler needed much convincing. So no. I think that if you keep doing this to people, like if you, if you do it to the, like more of the guys in Palisades and if you do it to anybody in Paris or anything like that, like something's going to happen. Something's going to break down. Yep. So yeah. that's, that's definitely something. But I mean, obviously that just can't be limited to rise. It could just be every music corporation. Who's oh like, yeah. Who's like, huh? Let's stir something up. Yeah, I think any of the major record labels could have that kind of downfall. Rise is just the one that stands out to me with the removal of band members like that. But, like, I could, I mean, it could happen with Hopeless. It could happen with Fearless. It could happen... It, fuck, it could even happen with Pure Noise. Pure Noise feels like the least likely one. It's, like, my yeah. favorite record label. Like, all the best bands kind of end up over there and, like, yeah. don't stray away from, like, what they do best. So, I don't know. But I don't know. I don't fucking know. What else do you have on your list? That's, that's all of mine. I, I mean... I want to, like, get to... to the <laughs> uh, can we yeah. do one more before you call sure, me Sure, yeah, yeah. G- g- give me one more good one that All you right. want to talk about here. Uh, well, not really a good one. Do you believe in Bermuda Triangle? I don't know. No. I, 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 know no. when, I know I'm planning cruises for Sydney. We're going to Mexico. And she said she's terrified about it. She just doesn't like being in the water, mm-hmm. like, around nothing. So this is inherently flawed. What? Going on a cruise. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. But she goes, you know, I'll give it I'll give it a go. And I was like, okay. She goes, however, we have to go somewhere where we will not go to the Bermuda, go Triangle. To the Bermuda Triangle. And I was like, okay. Um, so we're leaving from Mobile, Alabama. We're going straight to Mexico and back. So we'll be in the Gulf, not the Bermuda. But uh, her grandparents just want a 10-day cruise through the Bermuda Triangle. And the day Oof. before they left, I told her that. And she made me sit down and read a hundred facts about the Bermuda Triangle. Sounds about right. Because that's how Sydney is. But I don't know if I believe, like, the whole theory of, like, people disappearing. It happens all over in every form, like, in every form of water. People just, like, some guy just disappeared on Lake Lanier. Also, Lake Lanier haunted. Oh, that's not even a conspiracy. Lake Lanier is fucked up. I mean, they built it on top of, like, they built it on top of a city. They, like, drowned, they, like, flooded cities to build that lake. Like, and people have talked about, like, people that have survived drowning, uh, they're, like, almost drowning, have, uh, talked about, like, 
how they felt like something was trying to pull them down. Yeah. Like, and and there and that is why a lot of people like like die in that lake is because there's like buildings and trees and shit that weren't cleared out, and then you dive into that water and you like hit your head on something or you yeah. get your leg caught in something and you drown. Lake Lanier in Georgia, by the way. If those of you who are not in, uh, yes, Georgia, Lake Sydney Lanier, Lake uh, Sydney Lanier, very haunted always fucked it's a huge it's like huge 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 man-made lake like you can get to it from like a bunch of different towns throughout the state it's big and it's scary and my dad almost drowned in it once like the first time we went on that lake my buddy from elementary school michael elementary and middle school um they had a boat and they they like invited us out the summer after fifth grade to go and we were like yeah let's go and um my dad like decided not to wear a life vest because he's an adult and he can do what he wants and we didn't know shit about lake lanier really yeah um and he like got exhausted out there and like this was it's not like anything happened to him that we know of mm-hmm. um but like he just got really exhausted and like luckily they were able to like get like the boat like to him or some I, oh um michael's dad i think like ended up grabbing him and helping him get there like with a life vest on but like, he was like holding tyler who was like five at the time who had a life vest on at least but like you know like he almost drowned and like is there something that can can you say that there was like a ghost or something that like was trying to fuck with him maybe or did he just get exhausted from treading water for too long? Maybe. But, like, it happens to people at Lake Lanier, like, dozens on dozens of times every summer. And people die there all the time. Like, yeah, like, even when it's not in season for people to bring their boats out on the lake, people are just dying there or being found there. Like, the... Constantly. Like, the brothers, the king brothers, queen brothers, like, they were so... Yeah. It was, like, prince brothers, it was, like, royalty, it was the royalty last name. Like, yeah. king, queen, prince, something like that. king, I think. Uh, yeah. Or... Could have sworn it was Prince. Maybe. Something like that. They died. Uh, rest in peace to them, of course. But they like there's always people dying at that lake. And they don't find the bodies. No. Two two people just disappeared uh two weeks ago. It was a thirty nine year old man, a sixty five year old dude. And like, they like and they just straight up don't find the bodies, which is crazy. It's weird. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Okay, have you had a paranormal experience? Yes. I am trying to not get called out for my <laughs> I you're trying to, to avoid it so hard it but so we gotta hard. wrap up the episode soon and no, i'm we not don't. gonna let you no, get away with it um yeah what paranormal experience have you had so um one of the theater buildings on campus uh the martha monroe building which is kind of our main building it's like the offices are there we have a rehearsal space in there we have our like computer lab and lighting lab in there like you know it's like the main theater building um and it's called martha monroe after like the woman who dedicated uh or like who like sponsored a lot of the school mm-hmm. buildings um and we believe that her spirit is still in our building. Um, and we, a lot of us have had our own experiences with it. Um, this one guy, Brian, he, um, went, he was in there late, late, late one night over the summer, like doing, he was like a marketing, uh, like essay for the summer. And so he was on, he was like in Carrollton. So he was on campus and he just like went in there one night to like, I think watch movies or just hang out. I don't fucking know. But he was in there and he's like singing along to something and then you hear a scream mm-hmm. it, like from somewhere off uh camera like and it sounds really far away but he's in like this building that's not that big and it's like three or four in the morning there's no one with him he's the only one in the building and you hear it mm-hmm. and then you see him be like holy shit and then like yeah so that was weird um but like it, it's a lot of just random shit and we all kind of believe that Martha is pretty nice as long as like you're nice to her mm-hmm. um like but, like, 
there are doors that like are supposed to either like you're like they will just open by themselves uh and they're like the doors that like if you press a button they'll swing open or something but like like nobody's near the button yeah and and it'll just swing up the doors will swing open um uh, or like something will like just fall or shit like that like little like random shit Mm -hmm. like that and we'll always kind of like look up and be like martha so like we've all kind of had a moment like that um i i was like it was like almost finals week or maybe it was finals week just a couple weeks ago and i was like in the cad lab really really late one night doing homework and i heard like um i heard footsteps from upstairs and i was like that's not right yeah yeah and nobody was up there of course so yeah like that's why i was like what the fuck like so it was very strange because i went upstairs to be like somebody up here because it was like it must have been like one or two in the morning um but nobody was up there and so i was like who the fuck is running around martha why are you getting your exercise in now like yeah like you have all day martha but what about you what's your uh uh well as you know the house i lived in before I lived in this one mm-hmm. was haunted. Yes. Um, we called her Sally. Not sure if there was an actual name for her. Like, I don't know what her real name was. Yeah. But, um, I moved in the house when I was eight and there was, when you walked upstairs to the right was my little brother's room between our rooms was a closet and then my room to the left and then a bathroom farther down the hallway to your right. There was a, an office slash game room. Straight ahead was the master bedroom, and to your left was a guest room. Okay. Um, we kept the guest room empty for pretty much the first year that we lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of storage, kind of. Like, it was empty in the fact that we didn't use it for anything besides storage. Um, and every time you walked in there, the room was, like, always, like, six degrees warmer. Okay. Like, than the rest of the house. Uh-huh. Like, we kept our doors closed everywhere, and, like, every room was the same temperature, but that room was always humid for some weird fucking reason. Okay. And every time we walked in there, it, like, you just felt weird, just because, like, whether you didn't go in there enough, or, like, it was warm, like, it was just, like, it was never comfortable being in that room. But eventually, like, my grandparents and family were, like, reaching out to us, they're like, hey, we want to come and visit, so we put a guest bed and everything in that room sure. and start making it a little more homey. Yeah. Um, homey. Oh yeah. What? Homey. Homey. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So we were making it a little more homey. Um, my grandmother came down and you know, as a kid, you like sleep with your grandparents, like spend time with them, whatever. I don't, at least I did. I'm not sure. Okay. But, um, but, uh, I had my hand like over the back of the um, bed one night mm-hmm. and I felt tapping on my hand. I was like, okay, that's weird. And then my fingers like started moving. Like it was like playing with my fingers and I was like, and I like didn't freak out because I was like with somebody, you know, yeah. if I was alone, I would have fucking put a hole through that wall. Yeah. But, um, I was like, okay. So I took my hand off the bed and it went away, but then I did it again and I felt tapping again. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Yeah. So I go, and this was a big when like ghost, uh, ghost hunters and ghost adventures and all those like shows were big. Right. So I immediately was like, our house is haunted. Let's go. And we took like negative, uh, photos. We, uh, we took infrared photos, like from the cameras and stuff. Um, I was like, all right, it's gotta be from the closet. Cause if you hang your hand over by the closet, you feel it. Um, I had my friends come over and they were like, they were like, what the fuck is that? So like I tried it. Me and my ex-girlfriend from, like, ninth grade. Yeah. Like, went into the closet. This was, like, seventh grade. So, before we were dating. And 
um, you hear her, like, freak out and, like, scream. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And we get out, and her shirt got pulled up, and she had a red mark across her ribs. And obviously, it wasn't me. Right. And so, throughout our time with Sally, we realized she does not like women. Okay. So, um... So, like, what was the theory? Like, what did y'all think? Like, why did you guys see Sally, and why was she mean to, like, your mom and stuff? Like... Alright, so our theory was that, since me and JoJo as males you know, just, uh, discovered her and we were, were always like in full support of Sally. Like yeah, she's there. Like, she's never she's doubted there. it. Yeah. My mom doubted her a lot. Mm-hmm. So our theory was like, Oh, the only female in the house does not believe me. I'm going to make her life hell. Sure. And for years, my mom did not believe us about Sally until one day she called me while I was in New Jersey. Um, and she goes, I go, hey, mom, what's up? And she goes, I believe you now. And I was like, about what? And she was like, Sally. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, she was like, I was sitting downstairs. I have all the animals with me. Uh, Mia, Bocce, Spanky. God-tier animals. God-tier animals. Rest in peace, Bocce. I miss you every single day. Um, so she goes, we have all the animals downstairs with me. I hear running upstairs. So I go upstairs and check to make sure it's not an actual fucking person. Sure, like a fucking home invader. Yeah. yeah. Um, no one's up there. I go to bed. I wake up the next morning. All my cabinets are open downstairs. It's fucking weird. No forced entry. Like the house was, nothing was stolen. She goes, the doors are just open. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh shit. (laughs) So, um, we're also trying to sell the house like a month later. Um, not because of the ghost, just because we were trying to downsize. Yeah. And... But every single time that we tried to sell the house and people were coming to look at the house, they would always complain that there was a smell of dead meat and gasoline, which was really weird. Yeah. Because, like, if you looked, if you, like, you went back to watch, like, Ghost Hunter, Ghost Adventure shows, they would always say, oh, you know, demons or ghosts can, or spirits can affect the temperature in a room. Which makes the six degrees hotter. Which explains the room upstairs and they go, but they can also change the smell of room. Like, they bring, like, a rotten smell. And. Okay. So my mom was like, this is fucking crazy. My mom, who's not religious, but is sort of spiritual and very superstitious, yeah. um, bought a candle of St. Joseph. I want to say it's St. Joseph. Where the superstition behind that is if you bury the candle in front of your house, I'll help you sell your house. Okay. It's on the market for at least a month. No one's buying it. Everyone who's walking in is saying it still smells like gasoline and dead meat. We are deep cleaning this house like no tomorrow. We are giving our animals to like our neighbors to watch like during the visits maybe it's them do you think that sally at this point is trying to like sabotage y'all like that's what we to keep y'all there i guess that's if we're looking at theoretically like we believed in her yeah maybe she was like she was like i want people that believe in me yeah she was like i'm fucking like i'm fucking here but so my mom eventually got sick of it she goes we need to move the school year starts in a month like, we need to get going. Yeah. Um. So we bring a median in there to bless the house. Um. She went in there, no information given, just like, hey, can you just bl- walk around, bless her house? She walks in, and she goes, okay, I feel something. She walked around downstairs, nothing too major. She just, she's like, I feel an energy in here. Yeah. She walks upstairs, and immediately as she hits that guest room, her hair and her arms and the back of her neck, they stand up. And the scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire life was when she turned around and she said, you have to get out of here because she, she does not like you. 
To who? To you? To my mom. To your mom, okay. Yeah, she was like, you have to get out of here because she does not like you. Shit. And my mom was like, what the fuck? And me and Jojo were like, oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> we're right. Um, Mama, she don't fucking like that, you. Yeah, that was the scariest moment of my yeah. life. Because my mom was like, like, it, in a way, like, it almost felt like she was like in physical danger. Like, like if you don't leave, like, this ghost is going to strangle yeah. you to death. Like, something's happening. So they blessed the house. Um, after a month and a half of this thing being on the market, they blessed the house and whatnot. We sell it two days later. Damn. And that was my paranormal ex- That was, like, my major paranormal experiences. There's also ones, like, where you go to, like, Tannery Row in Buford. Uh, they used to have, like, an upstairs that, like, n- like of an abandoned shoe factory that mm-hmm. we used to, like, sneak into, like, take pictures. There was always, like, some orbs or shit, like, flying around, whether it was dust or not. The orb stuff, yeah. Yeah, we were, like, 13. We, whether it was orbs or dust, but it was always, like, we were always in abandoned houses just trying to find shit. Well, and, you know, with Sally and then with Martha for me as well, like, there's... That thing that we remember, we went on the ghost tour uh, in Greensboro. Yes. And the uh, the tour guide, one of the things she said, and it stuck with me ever since, was like, even if you you have to be respectful, whether you're a believer or a non-believer, you have to be a respectful believer or non-believer because if you're not, that's when a, a spirit yes. will fuck with you. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I, I mean, you lived with Sally in your in your house for what eight or nine years. You were we in that moved house, in right? two thousand five when I was eight, and we left when I was seventeen. So nine years, yeah. So nine years in that house, and like, you and JoJo, for all intents and purposes, were respectful, and you were believers, and your mom was a non-believer, which can be fine, but like, she was kind of disrespectful in a way by being like, ah, fuck you, like, there's no yeah. way that she's, you know, fuck that. Um, so, it's. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe that ties in. I don't know. Um, because this, like, I, yeah, I mean, maybe when that, that medium came in and, yeah. like, talked to your mom and was, like, you're in danger. Like, and then maybe that was a wake-up call for your mom. And then, like, there was a change in the energy. Yeah. yeah. That was the scariest thing ever, though. To, like, because, like, to me and JoJo, it was just, like, a juvenile ghost, like, fucking around. Like, yeah. running around the house, hanging. Like, never did anything wrong to me and Jojo. All it did was, like, run around, touch our fingers. Like, it was, like, stupid stuff like that. We were never... Me and Jojo never in a million years thought, like, hey, like, if we don't leave, like, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, like, there was no, like, fear. When we saw, like, the lady who, like, can feel this energy turn around and, like, in, like, such a flushed face be like, you have to leave, me and Jojo were like, this is weird. Like, oh, we have to leave. Yeah, like... Sure, Sally. So we blessed the house, and we sold it two days later. Jesus. Okay. Well, um, we are over one hour. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this. I didn't think this would be so long. I I knew that we had like some shit to talk about with this, but I didn't think we'd be able to fill over an hour of talking about this. I'm sure. If um, you guys are still here listening to it, thank you. Fucking appreciate it. Um, but I guess. Now, as we'll wrap up here, but before we wrap up, I can't let you get away with it. Uh, you have to tell us. You tell tell the people, Dante. You don't. There's something that you don't believe in. That's very strange. You know, some people don't believe in Sasquatch or or uh, <laughs> or Bigfoot or the Loch Ness monster. Sasquatch and Bigfoot are the same. Right, person. but in different cultures. Um, <laughs> isn't that a thing? I don't fucking. I have know. no idea. But like, you know, Sasquatch like in Saskatchewan. Sure, Canada. Sure. So, you know, some people don't believe in Bigfoot. Some people don't believe in the Loch Ness Monster. Some people don't believe in ghosts or aliens. You don't believe... In Constellation. <laughs> I, don't, 
I don't believe in <laughs> constellations. The pictures, the stars. It's so made. stupid. Why? How is that? Have you? You've been on a cruise. I've been on a cruise. Have yeah. you been in the center of the ocean with a starry sky above you? Yeah. Okay. Have I've you, probably taken a peek. There's probably there's a good chance I've looked, looked up. up and was like, wow, look at all those stars. I mean, I don't remember the specific stars, but like they were there. Yeah. But I'm saying, so like. If you're looking at a sky full of stars, you're telling me you can't put, point at one star to point to another one and look at another one and look at another one and make a, make the Big Dipper? I mean, isn't there, like, a thing about, like, their coordinates, too, though? Like... I don't know, because, like, the, like you go back and, like, when you buy a star for someone, it yeah. gives you, like, like, you have star, like, M17, 4K, Z12, whatever. Yeah. Um, there's a, you go outside at this time, you look up, and you'll see it. So, like, I don't know if stars have coordinates and whatnot. So, if it's, like, specific coordinates that make up the Big Dipper, then, yeah, sure, I guess I can get behind it. But <laughs> behind like, it. <laughs> but, like, if you look up oh in, into God. a sky full of stars, you're, like, you can make pictures out of any star. Like, why does it have to be specific ones? But, like, there's a difference between, like, just, like, doing, like, a connect the dots type thing and, like... And, and, you know, just making whatever fucking shape you feel like, um, versus, like, hey, this thing makes a specific thing that you can, like, see. Okay, but even the other night, when I'm standing in the middle of the road with Nigel, and I'm telling him about my non-belief in constellations, he tells me to look up, he goes, look, there's the Big Dipper. And I was like, okay. I go, say that is the Big Dipper. Sure. (laughs) Um, let's pretend. Yeah, let's pretend it's actually there. Say that's the Big Dipper. I'm standing what looks like right now, right below it. Can some guy 900 miles away from me, yeah, who's also experiencing nighttime, can he look up and see the Big Dipper too? Or is it like, is it based on location? Or is it based on like what? Well, obviously it's got to be nighttime. So like if you're, if it's like only 10 PM here, but it's like 7 PM in Seattle, like yeah. it's not even dark in Seattle. No, but like, so time zones are straight up and down. If you were to just go 900 miles south to like, so like where you're Brazil. still in the same time zone, it's yeah, still to like Brazil. Okay. Could that guy look up and see the Big Dipper? Although it looks like I'm standing right below it. Cause I know everyone can see the sun like wherever you are yeah but like but from like i ne- i've never felt like i'm standing right beneath the sun you know like the sun's always like out in front of me yeah but like i felt like i was like looking straight up and seeing the stars like could that guy like 900 miles away like look up and see the same big dipper well would he look directly up no but could he look like i, I don't know but like maybe he's looking more straight like uh, in like a more like just at a different angle or does he have more angle. stars in his sky than i have in mine because i have more light pollution and he can just make his own big dipper <laughs> <laughs> i don't fucking listen i like, don't if know. you believe in constellations that's fine because it's, that makes you normal it's not like they're gonna sign a bill against it that, uh, yeah and like it's not like people are thinking about constellations every fucking day. Exactly. Except me, because they're Except fake. you, because you're the only one because you don't believe in them. I'm the only one I've ever met that doesn't believe in constellations. I... It's not that I don't believe in them. Like, obviously, like, 
I said, like, you can make the Big Dipper out of it. Like, I don't believe, like, the Big Dipper is not a thing, like, because you can make it. We don't believe stars. that it's exclusive. Like, yeah, I don't believe, believe like, there's like, a, a happen. Is it specific stars that make it? Like, is it the same stars every well, night? I guess, couldn't that just be, like, a solar system? Star, like, a star is just, a, like, a sun, like, out in, like, a far, far away. So, like, couldn't it just be that that's, like, their solar system looks like, uh, like a fucking I am ladle? slim to none on my knowledge for astronomy. I don't know. Shit. But, like, that's my thing, like, like you said coordinates, like, does all the stars that make up the Big Dipper have the same coordinates, are they the same stars, or is it just, like, whatever star decides to, like, tag just in? Just wander on in today. Yeah. He goes, yes, I'm the handle. Hey, star K4QTP2, uh, I'm a little tired today, can you take my shift? Yeah, but... No, sorry, star SFPJ is throwing a party. That's what I'm saying. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, like... I don't know. I think you're fucking crazy. I don't think I'm crazy. Well, I, I don't know. Either way, we have to wrap up this episode. Yeah, they're Jesus. probably not even listening. Nobody's listening. They're all either asleep uh, or have clicked away by this point. But if you somehow made it this far, then thank you. Um, you can follow us on any of our social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at the Cliff Podcast. Our full Facebook name is The Cliff with Jared and Dante. The at is still at the Cliff Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube under that name. You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Castro, Castbox, um, Radio Public, Radio Google Public, Podcast, Breaker. Who cares? If you're listening to this, then you found us. And if you uh, don't pay your Spotify premium next month and you don't know what to do without listening listening to your weekly dose of The Cliff then the good news is there are a dozen other ways you can find us and some of them are free and those are some of them uh so thank you for listening we will be back uh next week uh with a surprise surprise next Uh, next week next week is the announcement next week is the announcement of our surprise which isn't really a surprise surprise. it's a big it's a big event in the cliff history it's a big deal um and let's let's give like a little hint um we're gonna have our first guest yes we're gonna have a first guest and and it's not on the the episode on the 8th is not who like obviously that's not when we'll have our first guest but we will be announcing who that first guest is that yes that episode will be released june 22nd yes and And do you want to give another hint like if they like to headbang very hard uh, yeah like if you like to headbang you'll if you like to headbang to like music like it'll be cool you might enjoy this like if you like music yeah yeah (laughs) you might enjoy the episode it's gonna be cool it's gonna be a lot of fun um so stay on the lookout for that and in the meantime thank you for listening and uh we will be back with uh more of the same shit and more of our bullshit and uh you know send us your conspiracy theories and send us anything that you might want us to do more research into and and do another episode about conspiracies on because i'm sure that i mean i'm sure that a couple of months from now we could easily compile more conspiracies and do another episode there are Mm -hmm. a million conspiracy theories so like I think it would be so easy to do more of these. So oh, yeah. we probably will somewhere down the line when we like don't know what else to do. So, um, you know, send us some of those and um, we'll be back. So uh, in the meantime, thank you for jumping off the cliff with us and we'll see you next week. Take care of yourselves.